Thank you for listening to the Legacy Church Podcast. To connect with us, go to www.legacynb.com. Now enjoy this time of prophetic ministry from one of our services. I feel like the Lord's going to do something a little bit different today. We usually jump right in. This is our, for those of you guys who don't know me, I'm sorry, I'm Cindy Hatcher. I'm not used to introducing myself all the time, but I'm Cindy Hatcher and I'm the director of Transform. As Jay is out, um, releasing the kingdom in in an Anglican church this weekend. He's, he's sending out and lighting fires, right? And so we're so blessed to have him and Kelly and, and our leadership. And so I'm just honored to be able to, to steward this place where we have our encounter service the last Sunday of the month. Jay decided, you know, we're just going to demonstrate what we keep talking about. We're going to demonstrate what we're about. We're about the kingdom. And so this isn't church as usual. So if you came for a 3.5 sermon, I'm not going to give it. Um, I don't even know if Jay gives those. But, but, but what we're going to do is go after the kingdom because every single person who has said yes to Jesus is in the kingdom. Even those that haven't said yes yet, they're just lost sons and daughters who don't know their way home yet. They just don't know Papa. Okay, but we're the ones, we're the ones that God just said it and he confirmed it even in this last song. He has set us apart. He has set us apart, guys, that we're to be him on the earth. And so what what we do in these encounter services is we demonstrate the kingdom because every person is called to step into faith and to just what we sang. We don't sing these songs like just because they're nice songs and they sound good and have a cool rhythm. Like, where you go, I'll go. What you say, I'll say. And what you do, I'm going to do. And Jesus said, even greater things will you do than I have done because I go to the Father and he's going to send you the Holy Spirit. So if you've said yes to Jesus, you have the Holy Spirit in you for you. But when Holy Spirit comes upon you, it's for other people. And so what we do is in relationship, in our oneness with God, we partner with him in what we're hearing him say or what we're seeing him do. And you're like, okay, well, how do we hear and see and know what God is doing and saying so that we can do it? It's out of relationship. It's out of your spiritual senses. It's in your mind's eye and your imagination. That's not a bad word. Your imagination is holy when it's set apart for good use. And if you've given him everything, then your imagination is his too, right? So how he, how he teaches us, how he ministers to us and through us is in all of our senses and what we hear, what we see, what we sense, what we feel emotionally, all of those different ways. When you close your eyes, what do you see? Okay? What do you see? When you, when you just listen... What do you hear in your imagination? If I said ocean, what would you see? What would you hear? What would you smell? What would you taste? All of those senses is how God speaks. He doesn't speak necessarily in that booming loud voice, thus saith the Lord, right? Like he doesn't just part the clouds and, and do that. Like he actually wants intimacy with us. He, he, he's, he talks inside. And so we're going to go after the prophetic first, this morning, we usually, we usually go um, after healing first. We're going to go into the prophetic this morning. So if my prophetic team will go ahead and come up, please. And what, what we do when we're doing this is we're just practicing, okay? Now, what we also believe in is every single person has the ability to, 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 hear, to hear your voice. Um, just those that I've called up in, yeah, on my team. Um, and so I want everybody to recognize that you hear God. If you said yes to him once, you heard him because he, he invited you and you said yes. <laughs> okay, You've heard him at least once or you wouldn't have said yes. But what we're doing is not all of us up here are prophets. Okay, and All of us are office prophets. An office prophet is part of the fivefold. Um, in, in Ephesians, it talks about the apostle, the prophet, the pastor, the teacher, and the evangelist. That's a calling of the person who's a gift of Christ to the body to equip the saints for the work of ministry. Jay and I have that calling. Chris has that calling. We are called in leadership to be able to equip the saints for the work of ministry. It has never been about us giving the words and doing all the stuff. It has always been about you. 
Now, the prophetic especially has been actually abused and misused. Why? Because the devil doesn't want this thing getting out the way it's supposed to get out. So I want to release peace in the room for anyone who is not comfortable or has not ever done this before or hasn't witnessed this. Again, everybody up here on this team has gone through some, some training. And more importantly, they're still being trained because they're actually risking coming up here to release some words of what they believe they're hearing. The Bible says we know in part and we prophesy in part, so they're like puzzle pieces. Some puzzle, you know, one has one piece of the puzzle, another one has a different interpretation. It's about the revelation, the interpretation, and the application of the word. But the word tests the word, okay? Because guess what? We can miss it or not hear it or not say it right. We're all still, we're all still practicing. So everybody up here has given themselves... To teaching. So I may actually correct them in front of people, and that's not trying to shame them or anything. They're, they're learning, and they're growing because they're part of the team, just as you would be. But do you know it takes a lot of risk to get in front of a crowd of people? <laughs> and to be like, I think I'm hearing God say this, you know? But to be able to do it by faith, with childlike faith, right? We learn to catch what is he saying? What is he doing? What is he speaking right now? But every time we release prophetic ministry, some people have a, a measure of this gift, and, but this is prophetic ministry. We can all do this. This is a prophetic house. We can all do this, but there's an order. God's a God of order. Amen? So we have protocols. So you have to be able to be trained. You have to be equipped. You have to be able to um, have approval to be up here on the team because they're submitted to our authority as leaders to be able to speak into them and to correct, whether right here. Because sometimes we have, we have different kinds of prophetic people. I don't know if you guys know this. We have prophetic intercessors. Man, their whole thing is about interceding. We have prophetic, we have, we have people who are gifted in dreams and stuff. You're going to hear me almost always as a dream, like she's always talking to Jesus in her dreams. You know, there are some people who um, are prophetic teachers, okay? They're just they're prophetic minstrels and psalmists. You hear that in our worship team. So I just want to encourage you guys to remember that it's not just about personality or even necessarily about streams. There are different streams of training, but the one thing we do here is new covenant prophecy, and that means everything that we speak will edify, exhort, and give comfort. There's your litmus test. If it doesn't build you up, if it doesn't encourage you, right, or bring comfort to you, if it doesn't draw you closer to God, it's probably not God right? That's true prophecy. Prophecy is about speaking your identity and who God says that you are right now, what he's doing right now, and in the future telling you what's coming, what he's doing, how to get in alignment to some of those things, right? Sometimes we'll get a word of knowledge. That particular gift is a factual information that I shouldn't know about you other than God told me. Like those of you who had bananas this morning, God's got a word for you. I don't, he just dropped it in my spirit. And he's like, some, like he knows who had bananas this morning. I don't know that. But there's a word that's tied to that picture. I just got it. <laughs> okay. So I'll ask him about that. But I thank you, Lord. Okay. See, I can't really let it go for very long. Um, for those of you who had bananas, please raise your hand. If you had bananas this morning, did anybody have bananas this morning? Okay. Okay, God is releasing a greater measure of joy in that. Um, when I think of bananas, I want you, I'm just going to teach you guys how this works. Like, I just saw a picture of banana, and I'm like, what are you saying about bananas? He said some people had some bananas this morning, and I'm like, okay. Well, bananas bring joy to me. I like bananas. It's the number one baby food ever, right? Like, when you're babies, everybody, every baby eats bananas, because, you know, so it's just joy. So there's a childlike joy, a childlike faith that he's releasing. It's nourishing. It's good. It's got potassium that really helps, right? But the other thing that I think about when I think bananas is I think monkeys. I think monkeys, I think monkeys, and I think that they're adventurous, and they're active, and they're climbing, you know, tall trees, and they're swinging around, and so it may seem a little chaotic when you're seeing monkeys, but it's not. It's about an energy. It's about energy being released and about going higher, so I feel like those of you who ate bananas, the Lord is saying that he is releasing nourishment. He is releasing joy. That nourishment of joy is what he's going to feed you and feast you on that, and he's going to take you into greater adventures and higher places, and and even if it doesn't seem like it all is coming together, it will. It will, because it's a journey. It's an adventure in him. Amen? Do you see where I went with that? Okay. Now, you guys get to decide if that was just a cheesy word, and maybe I just made it up, or you can decide, did that resonate with me? And with childlike faith, what I do is I say, Lord, if that's you, I receive it. If it feels good in my heart, why not? 
Okay, yeah, I receive it. I'm eating that banana. Yes, I receive the joy. Okay, let's look for the adventure now. I'm going to partner myself with the word that God's released. But how do I test it? Does it feel like the Lord? Does it sound like the Lord, his character? And most importantly, does it line up with his word? Well, nowhere in the Bible does it talk about him feeding you bananas like monkeys. But there's a whole lot of scripture about joy and about going on adventures with him and him calling us at Pyre, right? Do you see where I'm going? Okay, so I just wanted to release some peace in the room right now over that because um, there are some people who who are either not used to the prophetic or there are people who may have had bad experiences with the prophetic, okay? What we will not do is we will not call out your junk. We will not call out sin. We will not call out any negativities. Um, If the Lord gives us a piece of that, it's because he's pulling you out of it. He's calling you out of it. There's, there's going to be a better word, okay? So he may give us insight into something, but that's not what we're going to speak. We're going to speak what he's doing about it because that's good news, right? That's what's going to edify, exhort, and give comfort. So we're going to do that with personal prophetic words right now. So if you, if, if you get called on, um, we may have two or three kind of add on because, again, one person may have a piece of the puzzle, but a couple of more might have the others. Now, if a word gets released to somebody and you're like, man, that really resonates with me, like I could, I'd really want that word, well, take it. God's no respecter of persons. It's absolutely like that word on the bananas. It's absolutely for those of you who had bananas this morning. But if anybody else was like, I want some of that, take it. Okay? It's the children's bread. You can have it too. But especially if it resonates in your spirit, then you know that that one is yours. And oftentimes the ones I give are the ones he, he wants to give them back to us anyway. So I'm like, I'll eat that. I'll, I'll take the banana. Okay? Make sense? All right. Who wants to go first? Let me get a word first. Go ahead. Okay. This gentleman right here. Okay. Yes. What is your name? James. Are you related to Mark? Just because you're Okay. Because the word I got for you, I was like, oh, that sounds so much like Mark. And I literally looked for him, found him in the back. I was like, where's Rebecca? And then I was like, oh, my God, they're sitting in the same aisle. So I was like, is it his son? Because I was like, the same anointing. Okay. So your name again? Hank. Hank, how are you related to this family that you're sitting there? Dating. Okay, so here we go, Hank. So your eyes attracted me. As soon as I saw you, I was like, all right, what's special? What's going on? Your eyes popped out. And I heard they were Jesus' eyes. And I almost started crying right upstairs. <laughs> and so I said, okay, so what about that, Jesus? And I really felt that when you talk to people and make that eye contact, like you have power in your words. But when you make that eye contact, it's like looking at Jesus, that people are like instantly transported. And and Jesus is like, you know, full Holy Spirit is there and you can speak as Jesus would speak to them. And it's going to transform their lives. Do you normally look at people's eyes when you talk? Okay, there's super amount of power in that. And I just want to let you know that. And the way the softness of Jesus that you carry That's why I was like, oh, that's a lot like what Mark carries, that soft heart of Jesus, that as soon as he speaks, you know it's truth and that you're not just saying it just to say it. You're being authentic and people can feel that. And I just want to bless you and anoint you with even more, Lord. I just declare that you wouldn't even have to say a word, that you can make eye contact with people and they would know that Jesus is in the room. And so I just bless you with that right now in the name of Jesus. Amen. Okay, when I look at you, I see tank, like you're a big tank. And I, I feel like you're going to just, okay, so I also see evangelists. I feel like when you get this, when the spirit comes on you strong and heavy, you're going to be evangelist. And it's going to be like a big tank of love, just plowing people down with Jesus. And I think, and I think you already know that. Um, yeah, it's really good. And I hear speak softly and carry a big stick. You know, that's in the world, right? But... Here, you're going to be carrying a big sword, and you're going to take that word, and you're going to make such dramatic changes. And so I just thank you, Lord, that he gets the word on the inside of him, that it literally changes everything. When he speaks, he carries that. It's a big, big sword, and it literally changes people's lives in Jesus' name. So I feel like you you carry Father's heart, and though you're young, I feel like you minister to people like a father so even like your friends 
who don't have a good father figure, they immediately feel the father's love because you know how to receive father's love and you have overflowing heart of the father. Um, yes. So um, this word is for Frank, but Frank's not here. So, oh, is he here? Oh, he's there. Oh, okay, he's out. So, um, yeah, I can, I can wait. Is he coming back? Okay, then I'm going to go ahead and do another word. So in my dream, I saw um, I, had, I was given these white shoes. They were kind of platform. And then a little girl came up to me and said, can I wear that? I said, sure, you can wear them. And then uh, I didn't know what this word was for. And this little girl was graduating. She was a tiny little girl, but graduating from high school and going to college. I'm like, okay, well, this doesn't fit anything. And then this morning, I was, uh, you know, in worship, and I didn't see anybody over there. I said, like, somebody come and, you know, do the flag. Otherwise, I'm going to go over there because I felt like there needs to be a breakthrough. So I was going to go over there. And then when I turned, first I saw Ian, and then there was a little girl. And then the Lord told me that's what's happening. So in the spirit, they are advancing really quickly and soaring. And I think it was easy maybe, and then there were some other girls, and then Ian Ian was there. So in, in my dream, it was a little girl, but Ian, I just felt like that you are a giant in the spirit, especially when you are raising your flag, and then you are just taking that authority of Jesus. And so, hey, awesome. I just bless you with that. Anybody else has a word for Ian? Liam. Liam, Liam sorry. Yeah. I don't say Ian. Liam, sorry. Well, I was confused on who she was talking to half the time. <laughs> Okay, Liam. <laughs> um, when I see you, I always see someone who has lots of thoughts and ideas and is just ready whenever to execute them. And I feel like Jesus is saying, go right ahead because I'm going to have your back and I'm going to help you do this and you're going to do it perfectly. And Liam, um, every time I see you, I see a bundle of en energy. You are just so exciting and so excitable. And you're a leader. That's the important thing. People love to follow what, what your lead is. And God is going to use you in, in strong ways that way. So just stay plugged into him so that he can lead you and you can lead others. So, Frank, I saw you in my dream again. Anyway, so I was at a college, and um, somebody was complaining about me. Or, you know, they had this huge complaint. They had a two-page letter. And they were like, you know, I'm going to complain. And then we were entering into a college, and uh, Frank was there. And Frank was telling the lady, you have 10 minutes. You have 10 minutes. And then the lady was like, forget the complaint. And then, you know, she was asking me for a favor. It's like immediately you change the atmosphere. So I know that you work in higher education, and I feel like you have authority. The Lord, the Lord is giving you authority over higher education. And all the negative things, you're taking it out, and then you are just giving them. And she asked me if she can go on vacation, if I could give her permission. So I feel like that you are just like turning things around and into something that's amazing. And so I just feel like I just want to bless you and that you would just go forth and find the like-minded people to intercede and release that anointing over the college campuses, especially yours. Yeah, Frank, I, I really, this is over the both of you actually in your house. You guys both carry authority, and I feel like that was just an upgrade that was given to you. You guys already carry it, you've car and you've plowed ground. You know, Suk has gone after the medical side of things, and education is the mountain that you're going after, but it's the atmosphere. Um, number one, the intercession. They're your house of intercession. The two of you, you're a house of intercession, the Lord says. And I hear um, a greater measure of authority has just been released and given, and that as you declare, Declare and decree a thing, it will be established. And it's not only in the prayer closet and intercession, but I actually feel like there's an invitation. And I don't know if there's, um, I'd have, 
honestly, I don't know this in the natural at all, Frank, but I don't know if you're tenured or if you have something coming up or a new contract or something coming, but I feel like there's going to be a positional, I feel like it's both not just in the spirit, but I feel like there's a real positional upgrade that's coming to you that's going to actually give you greater access and permission to actually change things. I almost see it like a governmental position, um, like the ability to be able to change law and legislation, and so I feel like there's something about that, and it may not be necessarily only on your campus, it may be something else, but I feel like that's something to pay attention to thank you Lord a new word for the lady with the blonde hair and glasses and the gray on the end of the row side row yes uh, when I saw you I heard the word dazzling light and I feel like God is saying he's giving you light and wisdom and intellect and and he has places for you to use those that it's very needed there And God loves your smile. He really does. It's, it's, it's a, a weapon that he uses in you to disarm people. And um, you've had hard times finding that smile lately, but he wants you to use it more. So I was looking at the highlights in your hair. You have the different colors. And so a highlight came to my mind. And he said, you're the highlight of some people's lives. Like, you're the highlight of their day. People remember, like, 10 years ago when they encountered, like, I don't know what you do, but people remember you as the highlight. Like, you were the light in their life. And so I just want you to know that you are important and that what you do does have effect on people's lives. And so I just declare that you'd even be able to see some of that, maybe in your dreams. Know that so that you would feel even stronger in doing that, knowing that you do have a purpose and you are effective. And I just bless you with more of that right now in the name of Jesus. Amen. That's good. New words. Uh, the gentleman uh, in the next to the back row, I think it is, with the hat on and the mustache. Yeah, I've, uh, I heard the word squadron leader. And I feel like God has, has made put you in a position of influence and put the influence of leadership inside of you to lead many um, and, and actually to kind of energize and maybe equip uh, your generation among others, but I just, I just saw that as a, a key factor in what he's doing in the world right now. Well, just to add on is that I saw you flying an airplane, and it kind of reminded me of the airplanes that dropped the atomic bomb on Japan, but your bomb was light. And I don't know what you do in the natural or whether you're doing this in the spirit or in the natural, but I just see you flying over nations and dropping light bombs, like the love bombs of Jesus, and that you're not meant to just affect us, this region, but the nation. And I don't know if that's in your prayer life or in physical, but I can see you're very strong and very powerful, and you're destined for national change. So um, I saw a lady at the front of Cindy this morning worship. Was that you, Shannon? Were you at the front? So this morning when, during our prayer time, I heard activation, activation, and the Lord is activating warrior spirit, warrior spirit. And I saw you as a warrior and that you were roaring. And you always were warrior, but you were kind of inactive for a little bit. But God is reactivating and that you are declaring and you're taking authority. You are becoming this. You are the lioness. And I see you, like, you know, going up in spirit realm and just declaring. And I see you. And so take that. Yes. <laughs> oh, Shannon, I just felt the joy of the Lord on that. I felt the joy of the Lord on that. Why don't you go ahead and come up here? We're just gonna call you. We're just gonna call you up right now, cause I I hear the Lord saying, <laughs> um, "You've been inactive, and He's activating you, um, and and it's time to step to step up and step in, and to be released into the fullness of the stuff that He has for you. I I see you. Um, I know I gave you a word a long time ago. I don't remember how long it was about crafting and creating and stuff too, but I feel like the Lord is crafting and creating new things and new seasons um, and that you're actually um, taking, uh, whoa, Jesus, thank you. 
Whoa, it's like a quilt when you have remnants and you take remnants. I don't, is this the word I gave you before? Okay, I don't remember it, but, <laughs> but I was like, he's like, do it again. Yeah, he's calling you to make a quilt, but it's about people. Whoa, it's about people groups, and it's about you taking the remnant. And this word, wow, this has a really bigger, oh, um, whoa, so the Lord gave me a word, whoa, about uh, remnant rising. Whoa, Jesus. And, whoa, sorry, this, <laughs> whoa, Jesus, thank you. I received this too. Okay, hey, thank you. All right. Thank you, Jesus. Okay, I surrender. Oh, yeah, Jesus. Thank you. Okay. Whoa, that's hard, you guys. Okay, sorry. Hold on. Oh, thank you, Lord. Okay, there's a weight. There's a weight on this because, whoa. Oh, Jesus. Okay. I try not to be the crazy one up here, but I'm sorry. Oh, Jesus. Okay. So, I'm trying to give you this word. So, um, okay. So, it's like when you make a quilt, you take remnants. Okay. Oh. It's like taking the remnants. The remnants. Whoa. Okay. In the word, the remnants are rising. Whoa. This is a corporate word. Whoa. This is a corporate word, you guys. So, the remnants are rising. And what is a remnant? But a remnant is a piece apart. Like when you think about the remnant of a carpet. Oh, when you think about the remnant of a carpet, right, it's like the piece that's the leftover. Jesus. The Lord says you are not a leftover. But but there there is a small group, a remnant, that is dear. It's about his body that is dear, that he's drawing near. And you carry the mama's heart for that, that you're the seamstress that gathers. I see you gathering the remnants and you stitching them together. You're a networker. Um, you're a collaborator and you're somebody who's going to knit um, pieces together. But I also hear the Lord whoa, going deeper, that it's about also taking the remnants of people's lives and knitting them together and making a beautiful tapestry in their hearts, that there's a gift and a grace for inner healing. Yeah, I impart that to her, Jesus. Thank you. There's a gift of inner healing, and um, now I'm biased, right? I'm, I'm super biased, so I'm trying really hard to not be biased. But, um, but I, I, I'm just going to say pray into this about inner healing because you have the gift to be able to see into people's hearts that other people don't have the anointing or the grace for, not at the level because they're not trusted to see all things. But he, is, he has wired you to be somebody who knits the hearts of people and bring them back into the Lord. And so it's an intimacy place. It's about inner healing, about the hearts of people, and about going deep into their lives um, and mothering them into who they are and their identity and their destiny. It's part of your prophetic gifting as well in inner healing but I also feel like there's a group of people that he's calling you to and of course you can always start here but there's a group of people that he's calling you to um, to really knit those hearts together individually and then even corporately like there's a mama there's a mama grace and stuff on you for that but I feel like that's why he's calling you up right now and he's calling you to step out because um, he needs he needs he needs the remnant to rise and to stop thinking that they're just a remnant and they just need to hang out in the back. And I know it's so comfortable out there, but, but your, your humble heart, though, is what's going to keep you safe and protected because you know it's not about you. And it's not about, it's not about your name and it's not about you. It's about him. But that's what you're going to carry. And that's the authority that you carry is truth and humility and grounded in that. Solid. You're solid, Shannon. You're solid in the Lord. You're trusted. You're trusted. So thank you, Jesus. We say yes to that. Yeah? Whoa. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> that was really good. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go after this one first. Um, Melissa, I feel like that word is for you, too. You know it. I'm afraid to touch her. Okay. <laughs> thank you, Jesus. Yeah, that word's for you, too. Yeah, that's all I'm going to say. You already know. Okay, now, you release. Um, yes, I don't, I don't know your name. What's your name? You. Yes. George. Okay. This is a funny, this is funny. But um, I see Superman. 
But right beside Superman is a big ball of kryptonite. But God is telling me, he's blown up that kryptonite, and all the boxes that you tried to put God in are going in, going with the kryptonite. And you are fixing, God's fixing to blow your doors wide open. And you have never seen anything that's fixing to happen to you because it's so amazing. I, I mean, like, I just, like, I look at you and I just see a general in the kingdom. I'm just saying, like, you're fixing to come up and, and, and there's nothing going to stop you. It's like acceleration time. I actually saw you two for a word anyway, so I'm happy she picked y'all. I noticed sky blue, and then I was like, oh, look, they're both wearing like a sky powder blue. Um, <laughs> but I saw that as you both were ascending to like the third heaven, that he was raising you up. And so it was really funny because I just finished the last chapter of the third book you're going to read. And he talked about when you step into the plan, God's dream. When you step into God's dream for you, he raises you up into the sky and he shoots his light through you and you become a prison that like shoots the multicolored light into the world for others to catch and for them to catch on fire and to be lit up too. And so I saw, when I saw the sky blue, I was reminded that you were being risen to heaven and you're stepping into that plan that he has for you. And it like, you're going to be this rainbow of colors, which is what the story said, but I see y'all catching on fire. And so I come to see what it is, Right. They're gonna, some people might even come to put it out. But what ends up happening is you're going to catch them on fire. So it doesn't matter who comes to see it, right? So I just declare you all are going to, you're starting as a fire right now. But I declare every day is going to get bigger and brighter, multiply, a supernatural fastness. And I thank you, Lord, that you're going to give them step by step exactly what plan they just stepped into. Thank you, Father. New word. Um, so this is for Sissy and Jessica. Jessica, welcome back. So good to see you. Yes. Anyway, um, so one thing, uh, first I, I will prophesy over Sissy. So I was texting Sissy one day and I said, how's Jessica doing? And she said, they're doing well. How, how are your kids? And she said, I am so proud of them. And that's the word that you have spoken, and that just ministered to me so much. And I feel like because you are so proud of your children, the Lord just is just releasing that supernatural grace over your children through you. And that's your intercession. Your intercession is like, I am proud of them. And that you are like releasing that hope and such great joy and hope over your children and therefore they are so blessed and I feel like that is the force that helped Jessica come out of the hospital so quickly and I just your prayer of faith like you were just so faithful and I just you know I just thank you for that such giant faith and I just received that impartation and then you lay hands on people before you leave so that they can receive that impartation of faith and and the word is that you carry that father's heart of that faith that the Lord is giving you, that supernatural faith, that you will release it to everyone, the bold faith, yes. And you had like this cannot be discouraged kind of faith. It was supernatural faith. When Jess was in the hospital, you know, it, she looked so sick. But anyway, and Jessica, when you walked through, I was asking the Lord for word for you because, you know, I love you so much. And the Lord said, tango like Jesus came over to you and say hey Jessica tango with me and I saw the word tango and then the Lord said it takes two to tango and I don't know if you like to dance but the Lord is waiting to dance with you and as you dance that with this movement that your wholeness and your physical spiritual and emotional wholeness is being established so he's just wanting to dance with you in this season and he's going to bring so much joy I see you dancing and it's not just a sweet dance. He said tango. Yeah. Like, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Like, it's like there's, there's like a zeal and a passion on that. There's an energy behind that. Like, I just see like the rose in his mouth going, come on, let's, you know. <laughs> wow, well, yeah, it's like the bachelorette. He just got that rose. He just... I just felt it. I don't know if you watched The Bachelor or The Bachelorette or not. I have no idea. But I was like, he's like, she's going to accept my rose. That's good. New word. To you. Yes. Um, you already know what I'm about to say. 
you've been hearing from him for a while, since you were a little bitty, and he's spoken to you a lot of different things, and you've been like, is that really you? And he just wants you to know you're his. You're his child. He loves you, and he has so much, everything that he's been telling you, and I just encourage you to start journaling the things he's been sharing with you so that you can turn around. There you go. <laughs> so I just thank you, Lord, for more words. I thank you that you're guiding her. I thank you that she will see things from your perspective on all things. I thank you, Lord, that what you've started in, your, in her, you're faithful to complete till the day of redemption. I thank you for full restoration and healing in Jesus' name. Amen. A young man in the white T-shirt with the glasses sitting with, are those your brothers and sisters? And what is your name? Eli. Eli. Levi. I'm sorry. Okay, Levi. The Lord pointed you out to me right away when I got up here. And when she started talking about bananas, I knew you'd had bananas for breakfast. There was no doubt. And so I, I saw that soft inner heart of that banana as you you have a good heart, a soft heart, and you are a leader. You are a leader for your brothers and sisters, and you're going to have a great impact on their lives. So continue on trusting in the Lord and seeking the Lord, and he has a good plan for you. When she was talking about bananas, you were highlighted to me also, and... Um, I don't know if you know this, but monkeys open bananas from the bottom. They don't open them. They don't snap off the tar top part. They open them from the bottom. So what that was telling me about you is that you're going to demonstrate a new way to reach the joy of God to the people around you. Okay, the young gentleman with the black hat and the black jacket, yes. Uh, what's your name? Anderson. Nice. Love it. Strong name. Okay, as soon as I saw you, um, I heard King Arthur. And so the thing that's significant about King Arthur is he was very young when he became king, and no one ever thought that a boy could become king. And so I feel like you are a huge leader, whether you know it or not. And I, I feel like you're going to be in charge of some stuff that, like, people your age aren't normally in charge of. And that is okay. Um, does it remind me of Banning? Who's Banning from Bethel? Who created Jesus oh, culture? No, Banning Leisher. Banning Leisher. He was, like, super, I think he was, like, 18 and he became a youth pastor or something like that. Like, he was always graduated way above before he should have. So I feel like you should look into his life and what he did. But I want to tell you, also, he had a round table with like the best nights that had his back no matter what. And I feel like right now you might feel like you don't have that, but he's sending it right now. I declare, like I can see it in the spirit that the friends that have your back no matter what, that aren't going to talk trash about you, that aren't going to turn against you, that aren't going to choose girls before you, whatever. I feel like the, that tight knit that Jesus had, those disciples, the same that King Arthur had, that fight through anything. And I feel like also David, how he had his mighty men, that they're coming for you right now that they've been looking for a leader. They're already strong inside them, but they don't have the plans. You have the plans. You have the blueprints from God on where they're supposed to go and when they're supposed to move and how they're supposed to act. And they've been looking for a leader. So it's time for you to realize that you are the leader. Because I feel like they're already in your midst, but the, you haven't stepped into that leadership position. Can I have you stand real quick? I want you to stand and I want you to take a physical step and I want you to see yourself stepping into that leadership. I want to see you step into that kingship. Take us. Yes. Yes. Woo! I felt it. Uh, and the minute you said your name, I heard the voice from Matrix. I heard the guy go, Mr. Anderson. Okay. And, and I'm like, Neo. It's Neo. Right? And so the whole time she's prophesying, I'm like going, okay. <laughs> Yeah, you're stepping into new stuff and new leadership, and it's really about belief in you. Yeah, dodging bullets, that's a good one, too. You know, God likes to play. He likes to play on words. He knows what you like. He knows what will speak to you. He knows your own language. So I'm not going to say anything more than that. I think it speaks for itself, but bless you, Anderson. Thank you. Stephen, um, this, is, this is a heavy word, but I, I'm going to give it to you. 
because I think he can handle it. You're from the tribe of Levite. That's what God's telling me. And I also feel like he's saying that um, we talked about Ephesians 3 once, but I also feel like Hebrews 10 is something that he wants you to sit in because he's going to give you new revelation about it. And it's going to be heavy. And the, like I feel like the whole church needs to know about this revelation that you're going to receive from Hebrews 10. Also, I'm going to tell you this because he's telling me to say it. Um, the veil has been torn, not just so you can get to him, but so he can get to you. And he is coming in a full force for you. And I'm super excited to see what he's doing because I keep hearing this phrase when I think about you, and it's float like a butterfly, sting like a bee. I feel like you're going to be floating with him, and it's going to be lovely and full of love, but you also are going to be able to sting like a bee when you need to. It's really cool. So, Stephen, I went and saw Wendy Becklin years ago. They were at San Marcos Church, awesome pastor from Bethel. And she said she was woken up in the middle of the night with the question, how was I able to walk through the wall? Jesus asked her. So she went downstairs, got her Bible. She knew this was going to be a conversation moment. And so as she's reading and reading, she's like, I don't know. And he's like, well, how did I walk through the wall? She's like, you were like a ghost. You went through the wall, and then you were fine. Like, you know, she's like, can you just give me the answer, please? And he said, I'm more real than that wall. And I feel like when she was talking to you, he wants to make himself that real to you. That when you walk in a room, just as a person, as your wife is next to you, you can tangibly see and feel Jesus because he is more real than this empty space here. And I just want to anoint you right now and just multiply that gift that you are going to see Jesus as more real than anything in the natural here. I thank you, Jesus, that you're going to be able to see him. He's going to point to something. You're going to walk right over and do it. He's, you're going to hear him. You're going to know his heart. So he won't even have to speak, and he's just standing next to you looking at you, and you know exactly what he wants you to do. And I thank you, Lord. I just declare that the enemy will not have any lies in this. He has no say. No say. No trickery in the name of Jesus right now. I could feel him trying to step in because he's getting scared. I just shushed him away. Jesus has got you. You're going to hear him loud and clear. Thank you. Yeah, thank you, Jesus. And Erica, you're stepping into a greater measure of authority. Um, I hear the Lord saying that there's a new season. I felt something. There's a new season that's coming upon you or whatever. I'm not sure. I'm not sure exactly what it is, but there's a new thing that he's doing. Um, a place of confidence and a place of peace um, that he's pouring into you. Um, as you were releasing over to him, I felt some of that actually stepping into you um, as well. And um, when you did your little shoe thing or whatever, like, that's what I felt like the Lord was like, yeah, she's not even bothered. Like, she barely even can recognize it's there. So I just thank you, Lord, for what you're releasing in Erica right now, too, for the more and the new thing, what you're doing in her. Thank you, Jesus. All right, you guys can go ahead and be seated. Um, we're going to take just a few more minutes here, you guys. Y'all good? Was that good? Can you guys give the team a hand, please? Now, all of you know how to do it now, right? So all of you going to go out, out of here, and you're just going to start practicing at the restaurants and start practicing. <laughs> you think I'm joking. I'm not. <laughs> so <laughs> I teach people in the deep end of the pool. Just dive in. Um, Okay, so now we're going to go after healing now, you guys. And, um, and, and gastro um, problems, gastrodigestive problems, was a word of knowledge that was released. Um, and so does anybody have gastro or, or digestive kinds of stuff going on? I just want you to claim that right now. Um, I'm going to start just releasing some words of knowledge um, here for just a moment. We're going to do things just a little bit differently. And then at the end, we'll pray for anybody that we haven't actually said. Okay, so, so I believe that God, when he gives a, a word of knowledge, he's saying, I'm doing this right now. So that was an invitation to just step into your healing. Nobody even has to pray because the word of God has already gone forth and his word avails much, right? So if you want to be healed of gastro problems, any kinds of stuff like that, stand up. You got to take an act of faith. When we did this earlier today, you take an act of faith. You do something. It's what we call them prophetic acts. You, you step into it, whatever you need to do. It's all over the Bible, I promise. You can look it up. But we want to step into it. And so we just believe by faith in the encounters, in worship, in his presence. He's there. 
Healing probably already happened in the middle of worship. If you guys aren't doing this on a regular basis, check your body when you're walking around. You come into service. Notice what's happening. Sometimes he's going to tell you things either in your own body or just in the whisper in the same way he gives prophetic words. So we thank you, Lord. Um, I'm just going to start naming off some things um, really quick. And if there's anyone else on my team, that if you guys get one, just come to me and whisper in my ear if you need to. Um, um, as he's releasing some words of knowledge, if you guys, even if you're not on my team, the Lord just said it, even if you're not on my team and you felt like God gave you a word for physical healing today, or if there's an ache in your body that doesn't belong to you, do you know what I mean when I say that? Like you didn't notice it there before, just begin to notice in your body. And um, if Erica, will you be a filter? I'm going to pray for you here in a second, but but um, if you guys um, have a word of knowledge, filter it through Erica, actually. Go to Erica so that I can stay focused on this. If you have a word of knowledge, go to Erica with it. Um, and then, uh, okay, so thank you, Jesus. Let's just pray. Father, I thank you that you are the healer, and Lord, your presence is in the room right now. And I thank you, Lord, that we're entering into a season. We're going to see signs, miracles, and wonders on a more regular basis, God. This is your desire is on earth as it is in heaven, that none of this stuff exists in heaven, and so that's what you want here. And you're actually here to unveil our eyes and open up our hearts and our minds to believe for the impossible. We thank you, Lord, to believe for the impossible, to remove disappointment, that deferred hope makes the heart sick. And so any place where you have deferred hope um, in, in that the Lord is going after that today. He's going after those things that have been with you for a long time. If you've been used to it, he's saying, not anymore. You need to stop getting used to it. So I thank you, Lord, that right now I hear that he is dealing right now with low back issues. I see a particular spine, like um, maybe a bulging disc or something right now. So I thank you, Jesus. If you guys have some of these, or if you know somebody who has this and you want to intercede for them, feel free to stand in their place or whatever as well. But when I when I call the ailment out, I want you guys to stand up. And I feel like there's a, something about a, what is that, Lord? Uh, it's like a pulled hamstring. It's a pulled hamstring on the left side. I feel it very specifically. If you have a pulled hamstring, even if it's on the right side, go ahead and stand up. But I feel it on the left side. Um, there's a sprained right ankle on the inside of the ankle. I feel it. Um, like you twisted your ankle or fell or tripped or something, but it's on the inside. Thank you, Lord. Um, something about the Achilles tendon as well. Thank you, Lord. If you have a hearing problem in your right ear, um, you may have a hearing aid, actually, or it may feel like um, there's something going on um, in the inner ear. There may be ear pain or even tinnitus. If you have tinnitus or something's going on in the right ear, I thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Whoa, thank you, Jesus. Whoa, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. If you have metal in your body, we've had metal disappear. And so if you ever had surgeries or had metal actually have to be placed in your body, um, that's not a word of knowledge. I just know that we go after that. So if you have metal in your body that, you know, you'd like for that to turn back into bone or to do something different, especially if there's pain there, I want you to go ahead and stand up and claim that as well. Um, the Lord said shrapnel. Even if you've ever dealt with any um, effects of shrapnel, if there's any of our soldiers and stuff in here that... Um, you may have dealt with some of that lingering pain. Thank you, Lord. TMJ, I heard him say TMJ. If you're dealing with TMJ or night grinding, if you're grinding in your jaw and your teeth, especially dental issues, I heard, um, like, uh, I don't know if someone needs a root canal or something on the right side. I just felt that. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Okay. Thank you, Lord. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. All right. We got another word. Yeah. I felt like there was um, headaches, someone that's dealing with severe headaches, especially in this area of their head. I uh, just felt like that there's a grace for that. And also associated with that, I got confusion. That we need to be breaking confusion and somehow that's related. Thank you, Lord. Yeah. And any traumatic brain injury assigned to that or whatever, if there's ever been lingering effects of that as well. I know that that has also been a lingering effect of COVID um, and stuff as well. Um, foggy brain. I'm just going to call it that, too. Some of us have that just because, you know, we think it's supposed to be what happens when you get older. I mean, people used to call it even pregnancy brain. Like if you're pregnant and you kind of have pregnancy brain, don't don't curse yourself with that. So anybody that's lingering with foggy brain or pregnancy brain or if you have any of those effects, let's claim that right now, too. All right. Thank you, Lord. Okay. Now, without me even praying, I want you to test your body and see if anything changed since you stood up. 
Did anything change since you stood up? Um, just notice in your body, if there's something that you can check, if you can move it around, if you couldn't raise your arm or whatever, if there's, and I know that sometimes we, we, we don't always know, there may be actual physical pain in your body. We usually like to ask if it's on a scale of zero, meaning none at all, to 10 being really bad. 10 to me as I'm crying, it hurts that bad, okay? Um, but if you had any pain or movement shift or anything, I'll just raise one hand with me right now, just by standing up, just raise. So we've got a couple. Thank you, Jesus. I just want you to notice, guys, sometimes just by, just by stepping in, a healing takes place. You don't even have to pray because he's already present. He's already here. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. All right, let's pray. Um, everybody else who's sitting down, I want you to extend your hand toward the people that are standing and join with me. Father, we just thank you that you are the healer. We command all sickness to go right now. I thank you for the words of knowledge, Father. And you are saying that it is finished. It is finished. We command all pain to leave right now in Jesus' name. We came everything to come into alignment right now in Jesus' name. All confusion must go in Jesus' name. We bind every trauma and everything that entered into traumas, no matter what, if it was a medical trauma, if it was a trip or a fall or an accident, whatever it was, where that enemy came in, Lord, we cast it out right now and we heal it. We break it off right now in Jesus' name. We release, Lord, a grace and a healing power. All pain go. Muscles loosened right now. Bulging discs go. Inflammation must leave right now in Jesus' name. Mobility come back in Jesus' name. We thank you. All pain go, muscles loosened, backs come into alignment. We thank you, Lord. Metal, we command you to dissolve and disappear. We release a creative miracle. That's not just a healing. That's a creative miracle, God. We reach into the heavens and we release an activated creative miracle to form what needs to be there right now. Whatever is missing, God, we release creative miracles. We release the angels of creativity right now. Lord, to rewire, reposition, recreate, rebuild whatever is needed right now. We thank you in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Now just receive it. Say, I receive it. Now test it out. Test it out right now. Whatever you couldn't do, if it was your ankle, if it was your back, if you couldn't bend over, can you notice? Has there been a shift at all? Wave your hand at me if there's been a shift. Okay, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. 9, 10. We've had 10 so far. 11, 12. Thank you, Jesus. 13. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Okay, now if it's completely gone, I want you to wave two hands over your head like this. Okay, one, two, three, four. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Four, five. I said like this. You gotta, you gotta be proud. Jesus just healed me. Okay, that's the two-hand shout. Like, heck yeah, let's go. Okay, so listen, if it's just budged just a little bit, we're going to pray again. Even Jesus prayed twice for the blind man. He healed him spiritually, then he healed him in the natural. He, he was able to see in the spirit, then he saw in the natural. So, Lord, we thank you that you're moving. You're in the midst. You're healing. We thank you for what you've done already, Holy Spirit. And now we release a greater wave right now, a greater measure of healing grace, Lord. We thank you, Father, that heaven is here, heaven on earth. We speak it into every body right now. Lord, I ask for the spirit of faith to enter into people's minds and hearts right now to receive and believe your desire is their wholeness. Jesus, you paid for it. You paid for it. You paid for it, Jesus, with your blood. You paid for it. So we receive our inheritance. It is the children's bread. It's the children's inheritance. So we receive it. All pain go. Every spirit that is unclean, every afflicting spirit that has come in to torment or torture, we command you out now in Jesus' name. And we release the light and the life of the Holy Spirit into those places, God, right now. Shine, Jesus, shine. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. All pain go. All pain go. Every effect go right now. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. More. More. I receive it. More. More. Yeah. Deeper, deeper. More, God. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah. All migraines go. Thank you, Lord. All inflammation go right now. In Jesus' name.
In Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Now test your body again. Test your body again. Test it out and see. Any other movement? Raise your hand once. Any other movement? More movement? More healing? Awesome. Thank you, Lord. Now complete, total gone. Two hands above your head. Over. Yeah, good. Woo! There's more. Thank you, Jesus. Okay. Thank you, Lord. Hey, guys. Well, Cindy was praying. I heard a squeak like a door hinge. And so I looked at the door to see if someone was opening. I just saw like a line, a huge line of angels coming in as she was praying. And each one was going to every person that was standing up. And even those that were sitting, I felt like internal wounds were being healed as well. So I just want you to let you know prayer is super powerful. And I just felt like there's a fleet of angels, like an army angels, just coming on in over each and every one of you. So believe it, even if you can't feel it right now, that they are with you and that they are healing you. So we activate and we release the angelic hosts of heaven right now. Those who've come in, Lord, we release and we activate them right now to go and do your bidding, whatever you've released them to do, Father. We thank you. Healing angels are here. Commissioning angels are here. Angels of impartation, we thank you, Lord. You release them as winds and fire. As winds and fire, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father, for financial breakthroughs right now, debts being paid off and cleared right now. It's not just going to fall out of the sky only. There's going to be a grace where you're going to know that it was the Lord, and there's a partnership he's walking you into with him in stewardship. We thank you, Lord. Wisdom in stewardship. Wisdom. Wisdom, Lord. Let wisdom follow the breakthrough. We thank you, Lord. Yeah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. All right. Now, I want everybody who feels like God did something, touched, healed in any way, shape, or form, even if it was just a slight bit, if you know he did something, I want you to raise both of your hands in the air and do this. Come on. Isn't he good? Look at that. That's awesome. Thank you, Jesus. Okay. I want you to do it again. Two hands up. I'm going to count real quick. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty, twenty-one, twenty-two, twenty-three, twenty-four, twenty-five, twenty-six, twenty-seven, twenty-eight, twenty-nine, thirty, thirty-one, thirty-two, thirty-three, thirty-four, thirty-five, thirty-six, thirty-seven, thirty-eight, thirty-nine, forty, forty-one, forty-two, forty-two. Listen. Come on. God's moving. Thank you, Jesus. You guys can go ahead and be seated really quick. Now, listen, I'm going to deal with something right now. If there's any disappointment that you weren't one, let it go. Let it go. Disappointment disappoints him from being the one on the throne. Put him back. Put him back. Put him back. Listen, I have scoliosis I've been wrestling with for a whole long time in my life. I've been healed of the pain many times, but it's not straight yet. Guess what? I'm crazy enough to think, well, it can straighten my back because I've seen him do it. I've seen him do it. I've been in the room. I've been there. I've been in the room where people are literally backs popping, cracking, someone on the floor getting delivered, and people, like, their backs are straightening, and I'm like, like, here I am, Lord, why wasn't it me? I've been there, okay? I'm here to tell you, persevere, okay? Persevere. I know they're suffering, but persevere. Suffering develops perseverance. Perseverance develops character. That's the character of Christ, and then hope. And hope is a happy certainty. It does not disappoint. Step into hope. Do not let hope defer you. Don't let deferred hope derail you, I should say. Right? So lean in, press in. Even the 10 lepers that Jesus prayed for didn't get healed until three days later when they reached Jerusalem. Go back and read it. The 10 lepers he prayed for. Only one came back to thank him, though. Only one came back to thank him. But all three, all, all, um, it took three-day journey from where they were to get to the temple where they were when he, they got healed. One came back to find him to say thank you. Be the one that says thank you, right? Be the one that says thank you. So persevere in it, walk in it. Now, I'm going to ask if there's our altar team. I know we haven't done this in a while since COVID. I, I didn't even warn them. But if any of you guys are on the prayer team, on um, Mia's team, if you guys are approved, I want you guys to come to the front with me. Um, if you need more, if you want more, if you need someone to pray with you for something, um, actually, my prophetic team, if you guys want to come back up as well, if you want a word from somebody, if you're like, hey, I just, you know, I just wanted to see, like, can the Lord give me a word since I didn't receive one? If you guys want that, now listen, we're not going to be here for three hours, okay? Like, we, <laughs> I'm just saying, 
I feel like there's particular people in the room who are like, yeah, she's talking about me. So um, our team is going to be here and available to be able to pray with you, to prophesy over you if, if, if you so desire. Um, and you guys be brief on those. Be like brief and amazing, right? Okay. Um, and so I'm going to release this right now. So, Father, I just thank you so much for, for what you're doing, God for who you are, God. We thank you. And we thank you that you've called us into partnership in the kingdom. What fun. What fun. The kingdom is so much fun, God. We thank you. We thank you, God. Lord, I ask prayers of protection, safety, wisdom, and strategy as they go out. I pray the spirit of peace rest upon each one with eyes wide open, with a childlike heart. Where you go, we will go. What you do, we will do. What you say, we will say, God. And we'll do it with life and love and joy. We receive it, Lord, for ourselves and for all of those that we come in contact with. We thank you, Lord. We lift up Jay right now into this other church that you've poured him out to, God. We release the wind of the Spirit over there just as much, Lord. We just thank you, Lord, for all the things that you're doing. As your kingdom is advancing, it's advancing for those who lay hold of it. We thank you. In Jesus' name, amen? Amen. 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 Thank you, guys. Thank you so much for joining us as we seek first after God's kingdom and release it to transform lives and cities. If you would like more information about how to grow in the kingdom or connect with Legacy, go to our website, www.legacynb.com.